Hello everyone and welcome to episode 10. Wow, 10 episodes already and uh, we're, we've been banging out these episodes of Spill the Tea with Jimmy C podcast. Episode 10, I'm saying it again because I can't believe that we've done 10 episodes. I did the first one, didn't think I'd get to the second. Um, but I am joined today by my buddy, my Warzone buddy, and we've become fairly good mates over the last 12 months. I'm joined by my friend Watson. Hello, Watson. How are you? Hello, Jim. How are you doing? I'm good, mate. Yeah, your first name's actually Paul, isn't it? Yes. Yes. But you were called Watson because of Wrestle. Um, or is that, I don't know. Goes, it, do you know what? It goes back, got to be 20 years, because the group, obviously, got our Warzone posse. Yeah, the Taters. The, the Taters crew. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get onto that later. Um <laughs> But um, no, with my close group of friends that I've got, obviously down this way, uh, there's some of them that I've known 20 years plus sort of thing. Um, but I've whoever's known me has always called me Watson uh, right. to one of the points where Terry, who uh, Rubicon, who plays with us. Yeah, so yeah. Um, he knew me four years before he actually knew my first name was Paul. <laughs> Bloody hell. I didn't know that. I The only reason i knew your name was paul is because who was it one of the lads referred to you as paul and obviously the only person i knew was paul was paul Restle. Restle, yeah. and i went oh but Restle's not here and he, they went oh no 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 watson i went what his first name's paul and they went yeah went, why don't you call him paul because the rest went, oh supposed so my jim right my name obviously when i was in school i wasn't called jim probably until i was in secondary school um I'm a James by okay. birth, but a lot of the kids in school and a lot of my mates, and actually, to be fair, even when I was like early 20s and I worked abroad, all the other reps that I worked with, they all called me Coop. That was my right. nickname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and because people just didn't call me James and some didn't call me Jim, and so I was known as Coop. I don't think I've got a couple of lads, I'm still, I'm nearly 40 now, and I've got a couple of lads who I know who still refer to me as Coop. Mm-hmm. You know, on Facebook, I don't see him, but obviously everyone else calls me Jim. But it's weird that uh, you just go life, go through life for years, and all of a sudden you yeah. go, actually, what the fuck is your name? And you go, oh yeah, well, my yeah, name's... it's <laughs> quite a few of us uh, are just known by our last names. Obviously, everyone does now know our full names, but yeah, yeah we've got a few in our group. Like there's Stockdale, but his first name is called James, but everyone yeah. calls him Stockdale. Yeah, I know James. Uh, I know him, yeah. Oh yeah, Fruit Geek. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's yeah, Restall. A lot of people call Paul Restall, believe yeah. it or not. Uh, you got Campbell, and yeah, so it does, yeah. But we, I was literally only known as Watson by a couple of my mates for a good while before they even found out my first name. Because you're you, do you also know um, PBK as well? Yeah, I know PBK, yeah, yeah. yes. So again, he's he's known as PBK, PBK. Not, not Paul because he's no. Paul as well. And yeah, even when even when Chris introduced me to him. Um, he referred to him as PBK as well. Do you know what PBK stands for? Paul Billy Kelligan, is that his? Yeah, that's it. Well, uh, we don't know his bank account number and sort code number, so you, <laughs> can't, you can't use this. But, but, but yeah. Billy Billy ain't even his second name. What, well, is it like a nickname? It's a nickname. <laughs> what, is, is it because he's a Paul as well, so you called him Billy? It, uh, was it Billy No, no Mates? Or? It, but yeah, it, was, it was all to do with him. <laughs> but, yeah, Billy No Mates. <laughs> I love that. I, love, I never knew that. Oh, fuck. When I, um, 
eventually, some point, I, I still keep up with him on Facebook, even though I've only met him like twice. Yeah. Mum was, mum was in a truck stop in Thurrock when Chris and I worked um, in Thurrock together, and we went and met him, and it was a bit of a seedy truck stop. Um, <laughs> and it was at night as well, because <laughs> oh, we were yeah. doing night shift. But then oh, the other yeah. time, I can't remember the other time was. You weren't but, flashing um, interior lights, were you? <laughs> no, he was. <laughs> Top light. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that's just yeah, it's weird how life works now. How people are called by different. My granddad was called. I'm probably going to get this wrong now, but his name was Stanton, right? And he was called Stan, mm-hmm. but he was called he was called something like George or Fred or something, right? Because I don't know, it just was a just a nickname that he picked up. Yeah, and there are people in life who have nicknames for years, and and people just just keep with them anyway. I'm getting off track, but yeah, so <laughs> welcome, Paul. Thank you. <laughs> that was well weird. I'd stick it. I know. <laughs> Stiggy. Oh, Stiggy, yeah. Stiggy, yeah. It'd be cool time. I've got so many names, though. It's like, difficult because a few different sets of friends call me different things. So I'd never know what to sign on it or no. say who I am or refer to myself to. Yeah. Like I say, Stiggy's one of them. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people call me the car doctor as well. So. All right. So, yeah, or, or the doctor. <laughs> Well, go on, tell us about that then, because one of the things I sent in the sort of briefing beforehand was I know that you do a lot around cars. Now, some of the stuff, if I look, we're, we're doing this for anyone who's listening. We, we do this by Zoom, and then we, we take the audio and we put it into the podcast, obviously, because of pandemic. And, and, and Watson, I nearly called you Paul then. Watson, <laughs> Watson lives in London, and, and I'm up in Norfolk. Um, so also travelling distance as well, it's easier to do it on, on Zoom. Yeah. Um, if you're if you're tell, if you're talking, mate, and I start looking blankly at you, I am listening, <laughs> but I know jack shit about cars. Literally, I know I drive an automatic, so it goes into yep. drive, point, point and point and shoot, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do like cars. I like them when they're fast and shiny and when they work. Um, yep. but but tell us tell us about cars and what you do then, mate, because it's well, quite an interesting subject. You're like, it's fucking, there's loads of stuff to talk about on cars. Yeah, where do I, where do I start? But what I mean, do you do around cars and what do you, you know, what's what's your passion well, on cars? I, well, I just, I think I come out of the womb with spanners in my hand. Uh, so, <laughs> so, um, yeah, and I've I'm just... I'm here, I'm coming to fix your cars. This is it, and I just remember even, like, bought, got bought a little plastic uh toy set like tool set when I was younger and I just remember laying under my dad's van and just bashing stuff pretending I used to work like was working on it and stuff like that from a yeah. really young age and then um when I was 13 I, I always wanted to drive just wanted to drive like as soon as I could and um I'd done a bit of go-karting when I was younger but then um, my cousin was starting this racing called Grass Track Racing. And basically, it was a mini that you just take around this grass oval, and it yeah. was normal to me. It was like, wow, you're driving, and you could do it from the age of I think it was about as young as eleven and twelve. So, yeah. um, is it a bit I, like the um, you can not 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 the stock car, but you can do the um, it's similar. Oh, they've got some. They've got a place. I live near Kings Lynn, and there's a place near Kings Lynn where. I can't hear it from where I live, but where my friends live in the next village over sort of to the east of me towards Cambridgeshire. Yeah. If you're in their village, you can hear the grounds. Um, it's called the Adrian Flux Arena in Kings Lynn. Okay. Um, and you can hear the stock cars 
going round and you could hear the roaring and all the people yeah. shouting and screaming. Obviously, you don't you don't hear the crowds a lot at the moment because they no. letting people go, but they're, they're still doing the racing. Yeah. Um, I think they're allowed to, um, but they're still doing the racing, and 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 it's a massive noise of of just just engines and yeah, roaring yeah. stuff like that. But I know with those, I've got somebody I know. They're well, they're it's quite about two or three years ago. I think their son or daughter is eighteen now, but they were sort of fifteen, sixteen, and they were able to drive out in these vehicles because they're off road. Those that yeah. sort of similar stuff, or it's sim, it's similar. Yeah, um, I mean, didn't have to do. It weren't like uh, an MSA sport, so it wasn't like strict rules or anything like that. Obviously, safety was still paramount yeah. Yeah. like bucket seats harnesses roll cage stuff like that in case in the event you did roll on the roof which did happen yeah uh not to be lucky enough but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but from the ages of 12 i think 12 and 13 mm. maybe 13 and 14 i actually built a car from scratch with my dad fit the roll oh, cage nice. uh seat cut all weight out of it yeah. make it as light as possible done some exhaust mods and stuff yeah to up the power a bit and yeah and i raced it between the ages of 13 and 16 mm. just so i could drive and um yeah and then i at the age of 16 you start discovering beer and i couldn't get up in the mornings <laughs> on the sunday to go and race so yeah that was uh that was knocked on the head but yeah at a trailer and i always remember driving down when i was younger we used to go out on a trip down the coast or somewhere or driving up the country mm. and you'd see like a, a big truck or something with a trader putting a race car on the back. And I was always mm-hmm. fascinated with seeing the race cars go down the motorway mm-hmm. and the back. Oh, mate, I'd love to drive one of those one day. And mm-hmm. yeah, things have just progressed. I actually do do it now. Okay. So your what's your full-time job then? Um, I work for a company called BMR, uh, Biddenden Motor Racing in Dartford. And mm-hmm. we're BMW and Empower specialists. So basically a garage that works on all M3s, M5s, BMWs. Oh, okay. yeah, we do yeah. a bit of anything and everything, but what we're specialists in and what we're known for is in the BMW and Empower world. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just, like I say, I used to muck about with cars when I was mm. younger and stuff like that, and then done, finished school, done my apprenticeship, went straight into an apprenticeship at a local garage. And I'm actually a Citroen trained technician. That's where I started at Citroen. Nice. So yeah. I've got over... Say nearly 15, 16 years main dealer experience at a garage. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, gone down the road of uh, running my own business as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't didn't work out, but no. not ev- not everything in life does. Um, so, and do you do I'm, do you do any do you do any? Um, so you just work in the garage, or do you do any any racing yourself or anything? Yeah, like that? do ra- yeah. yeah, do racing now. Um, where I am now, like really happy where I work now. Uh, like I say, been motor racing. We do all the Empower cars, but mm-hmm. we actually run a race team. So we build oh, okay. ra- we build race cars. Uh, yeah. We prep race cars for other people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like my boss Martin races. Mm-hmm. I race in the same team. Got someone else. So there's about three, three or four of us that race under the BMR umbrella. Um, again, we've built our cars from the ground up ourselves. Because you, you, was it you saying to me that you think you're going to be, or you are going to be racing at? Is it Snetterton? Yes, we'll be racing up, up at, our way, up my way. Yes, yes, yes. So we'll be yeah done. 
done brand, uh, Lidnil and Brands Hatch so yep. far. Uh, we've got Mallory next weekend, actually. That's right. in Leicester, Leicester up near Pat. So perhaps hey. he's coming along and watch us. You can wave at him. Hi, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I like, might have taser face down my car for the day. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we're going... Uh, Cadwell after that we've got Silverstone so we're going we're going all over the country this year which yeah. usually our series doesn't do because it's predominantly in the South East Championship yeah. so most of the circuits don't but yeah we're actually going a bit further afield this year are they um, are they started letting people watch it or is it still non this is going to be in the events that we're competing in this is going to be the first weekend we're allowed spectators right so we should have a little bit of a bigger crowd rather than just pit crews and yeah. really close family um, at the races. Yeah, yeah, it should be. It's good. And it's, it's interesting on, on that point that you'd think with it being outside that they well, can let people do it. And, and, and yeah, even, yeah. Even, even to a certain extent, football, football's outside, yep. even though it, you still have to go inside, but there's ways that, yeah, you know, COVID can measures. Can I mean, I, and I don't see with race, racing's predominantly fucking the spectatorship is out. Yeah, most of it's outside. Yeah, I, I, I did have a bit of a bee in my bonnet the other week about that because the first couple of races we haven't been able to have spectators. The first couple of meetings, and I'm like, well, the snooker championship in the Crucible Theatre, exactly. yeah, final, like that was capacity crowd, mm. and then uh, there was that trial rave that they had up in Liverpool 3,000 yeah. people in a warehouse Yeah, and it's right. like you can't we can't have people standing outside around a track where there's more than enough space to have more than two metres apart and <laughs> we're not allowed spectators oh exactly <laughs> and also if you've got things like um, I've been to Brand I went to Brands Hatch oh, what am I I must have been when was it my 20 what about my, I think it was my 26 27th birthday and mm-hmm. actually, yeah, I should know because it's when I met my brother. Not at Brands Hatch, I met the the evening of my birthday. But we went to Brands Hatch. Uh, my sister was working for a company, and they had a, one of their suppliers had a box. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went there, oh, mate. I was absolutely blotto because it was all free booze. There's only four yeah. of us that went. My sister drove. So it was me and my brother-in-law. He wasn't brother-in-law at the time. So was you in one of the boxes overlooking the start finish? Right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they had loads of stuff going. They had like a full day of stuff going on as well. So he and I got on the complimentary booze and um, I don't really remember seeing much of the actual racing but we did a lot of <laughs> we did a lot of and it was really hot as well the day is absolutely it's like this week this... at one point there was 40 cars on track instead of just the 20 that were actually oh, on mate, there yeah? know, but there was loads of cars out <laughs> yeah loads of, I've still got um, on Facebook I took a load of pictures and every year I think it's sort of either a, either on my birthday or one day either side these memory the memory comes up on Facebook and it, and it says about Brands Hatch from Donkeys years ago, and, it, and I got took loads of pictures of cars, and you know I like with cars. I don't know a lot about the mechanical part of it, but I've actually mm. got a GCSE C grade in automotive engineering, oh, which right. is well, it sounds more interesting than it thinks. When <laughs> I thought it was going to be getting my head under the hood for two years on cars, but you don't, you you learn, you do, you learn a little bit about vehicle maintenance but you learn a lot more about the science and stuff around cars yeah well i don't like i'm shit at science so i lost two years but ended up with a c grade gcse and it sounds more impressive than it is but but i like car and we did a lot of we did a lot around design and stuff so yeah um it was it was quite interesting 
uh, in some of it. And we learned, you know, I, l- I learned how fuel is injected into an engine, how the pistons work, because we yeah. learned the mechanics of it, but not actually mm-hmm. physically doing it. And I, yeah. I don't know why, because then the year, the two years after I did it, so when I finished, they changed the course. And the school that I was in built an, uh, a garage on the back of it or a part of the school. And they started bringing cars in, literally. They started oh. taking them apart. And that's what I thought we were doing. Yeah. But anyway, it was my thing about cars is, is I like them. But when they're, I, I don't like flashy cars. I do, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not a flash git. You know, yeah. I, I like certain cars. Yeah. And, you know, there's got to be a style around them, you know, and, mm-hmm. and like the minute I drive a Navara, but it's, but it's all black. Yeah. It literally is all black apart from the, um, down the side of the doors, there's like a yellow trim and yeah. on the inside of the car, the seats are leather or oh, the front two seats are leather slash material, but it's got yellow stitching. Yeah. And that's what I like little and all around the dashboard there's like little yellow and I like that. That's what I like. I like it to be like. Yeah, yeah I have driven some fucking shit cars in the past. <laughs> I had a, I, I, Chris Chris says yeah, there's Audi S3. I had an A3, two litre A3 or whatever it was, and I had to sell it because I had kids and couldn't get a fucking parameter back. But yeah, you know, and, and you make your sacrifices and and you know, I had a what did I have? I had a Ford Fiesta. Fucking one point eight or one point six or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and it was a little beast, and I, you know, and that was back in the back in the day. And then you go through having cars and being a responsible parent. And then when we moved up here and we got the business going a bit more, I said, right, I'm having a fucking truck. I said, I don't care. <laughs> I said, I'm going to drive around like a lunatic in the truck and just yeah, everybody off. But yeah, no, my my first car was a Mini. I started off in a Mini. So well, one the little original, original or little yeah. original Mini, yeah. Started off one of them. Uh, started off as a silver Mini City E. Oh, bloody and hell! And then yeah. by the time I finished with it, it was a uh, Tahiti blue with um, Union Jack roof, Cooper nice. stripes. I made nice. it look like a Cooper. Wide, wide arches, big mm. wide wheels on it. Center of X exhaust. Yeah, and yeah looked like uh, looked like a proper Mini Cooper by the time I finished with it. They, they are nice and, and we i remember when i was i think i was about 16 17 and we went to a, a car show in in enfield where i used to live as a every year they have a massive car show in enfield and they've got a huge um play playing fields um in the middle of enfield and they like thousands of people come from all over bring all their cars and i remember going to this car show one year and i think i'd either just started learning to drive or, or I was just about to, and somebody was selling. I don't know whether it was, I can't remember if it was a Mini Cooper or not, but it was a lovely little Mini, and it had racing stripes, it had a Union Jack roof, it had the, <laughs> the trims and all that sort of stuff. Do you know what the problem is? I'm six foot fucking one. I couldn't get in the bastard. Mm. That is the only problem. And I've driven the newer Minis because my mum yeah. had three Minis. Um, quite she got rid of the last one a couple of years ago but she's had three different minis prior to that and i drove them all and the last one was a, a mini cooper s yeah and it was mate it was a fucking beast it was shit off the shovel <laughs> i do you know what i could have got into some real serious mischief in that and i drove yeah. it quite a few times um and when i moved to norfolk i was still working in london so um and my parents were still living in london so what happened is I would drive down, stay with them for a week, 
work mm-hmm. and then drive home on the weekend. And one day I was driving a my our car at the time was a, a Vauxhall Safira, and right. it it something happened to the flywheel. Yeah. And it I literally it was it, I couldn't drive it. It was non-drivable, so I had to leave it at their house. And Mum went. I think I've still got insured on my mini. I went, all right. And she went, actually, yeah, I have. I've checked. Do you want to take that home for the weekend? Because we don't need a second car. And obviously, you need to go home. Well, normally it takes me an hour and 45 minutes to get home. <laughs> Who word of a lie? I got home in about an hour and a quarter. It was dead. And, I, and the roads were dead. I was like, warm. Yeah. And, you, and, and it is. It's like in the truck I drive now. You put your foot down. Next thing you know, you're doing either the limit or... Over the limit, and, yeah. and you just think, shit, you just don't realize, do you? You're doing some mile an hour, <laughs> some hell of a lot of mile an hour, but this is not an admission of guilt for anyone listening. It's the yeah. is what it is, so yeah, yeah. So, and so with your racing, is it is it something you've been doing for a while, or is it something you've yeah, I uh, initially because obviously it's uh, it's not cheap, it's cheap to compare to some other forms of racing out there, but club racing is, is quite an affordable sport. It's not as expensive uh, as like F1 or something like that. Yeah. That's, that's silly money, but yeah, it, it is affordable to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously there are people that have bigger budgets in the series that I'm in to run better equipment, better mm-hmm. cars, faster cars, but you just do, you do with what you got sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I just like we. I've, I've always wanted, like I say, even from a young age, I've always wanted to do it. It's, I've always been, uh, fr- like, it's always been the sound of the engines, mm-hmm. the acceleration, the forces that you feel mm-hmm. like when turning around a bend, the acceleration when pulling away from a start. And it's all mm-hmm. the forces and, that you feel on your body when you're actually driving around a circuit. So, yeah, no, it's wicked. It must be. It must be something, you know, I just, I don't know. My wife says I'm a shit driver anyway, but I think that I'd always want to, I'd always love to go out and do one of these ones where you sit as a passenger and someone drives you. I don't know. You can do. You can do. There are obviously track days you can do out there in your own car now. And what we sometimes do, uh, me and Martin, we bolt the passenger seat. We bolt a seat in. Yeah. Uh, for a track day, we invite some people down, and we take them out for what's called hot laps in our in okay. our race cars. Yeah. So that you can you can have the opportunity to come out in the cars and go around the track with us. Because um, CM came with you. Did, did he come and do that track day with you? And he took his old Clio Sport. Was that what yeah. you used? Was that, yeah. He's he's done one. Yeah. I mean, that's and that's how we started off. I didn't always race. Uh, obviously, uh, you start off doing track days and stuff like that. And I yeah. actually bought um, an M3 with my brother-in-law. Well, mm-hmm. He was my best mate. He's now my brother-in-law as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we started off doing track days and developed the car, adding suspension, brakes, and just kept on yeah. developing the car and it just got quicker and quicker and quicker. And we was at the stage where we was like, well, this is practically a race car now. Let's go yeah. and race it. So I've done my first race, uh, done my race license and everything, and done my first race in 2017 for about a year. Uh, and then yeah. couldn't afford to do it anymore. So the car rested up. Mm-hmm. And then, then we decided to sell it. And then I had the opportunity to buy the car that I've got now, a couple of years later. And mm-hmm. I've done, yeah, I've done uh, last year. I've been racing again last year and this year. Oh, nice. 
So yeah, this, I'm in my yeah. third third full season now. I've definitely I've seen something because you put out when you're not putting out those other videos, but you put out some, <laughs> you put out some um, some videos of your track days and stuff, and uh, well, from inside the vehicles. Yeah, I have a camera set up inside yeah, the car. Yeah, really, mate, it's brilliant. I, it, you know what? It's it's some people. I, I'm I'll be honest. I, you know, F1. It's not. I've sat and watched it. I think after mm. about ten laps, I just sort of go, right, okay, they're going round and round and round. But yeah. when they drop, because they're particular, specific uh, F1 motor racing cars. However, yeah. when they're, I don't know how to describe normal cars like a BM yeah. or a, um, if you've got a, like a Ford or something like that that you're driving or a Mini, yeah, it, it's it, to me it's more interesting than the Formula One cars. Somebody else, I've got a friend of mine who, who's well into Formula One, and they went, oh yeah, but look at this. I'm like, this, it just looks like. Something with big wheels, it's like a fucking bird with the front bit. <laughs> Mate, I rather when someone's banging a BM round a, a, a track or a clear. I or... think that's because in F1, that's the pinnacle. They're, they're testing the boundaries of uh, suspension, they're testing the boundaries of engine power and the new technologies because obviously they're all hybrid cars now. They're testing the boundaries of tyres, brakes, suspension, mm. aero. So yeah. they're not. They're gonna. They're after like spaceships. A lot of people ain't gonna relate to them. No. But and that's what was. That's why back in the nineties and that, like touring cars were so big. I mean, yeah. it's still a big sport now. But touring cars, you'd see a Vauxhall Cavalier yeah. or a Volvo V40 yeah. driving around, and yeah. people can relate to that a lot more because it's like I see that in the showroom the other day. Exactly, and that's probably where I get it from. That you, you never well unless. Unless you become a billionaire, you're never going to own a fucking F1 motor car. No, yet, never. Yet you you could own you could own a Volvo, or you do own a Volvo, or you do own a Ford, or something like that. And yeah, it's just a bit more. It's a bit more interesting um, than than the Formula One. So, would you do you do you like watching Formula One? Then is that something you'll sit and watch, or is it? Would you uh, prefer I'll, touring car? Um, I do like touring cars but the problem with touring cars is it's set over the whole day and i haven't got enough hours in the day as it is yeah um so if you've got you've got to commit to touring cars and you're sat in front of the telly the whole day or yeah. i've been i've gone and watched them at brands actually a number of times and yeah. like i've gone at six in the morning and i won't get home till sort of seven o'clock at night so it's it's a commitment to go and watch the touring cars whereas the f1 if you just quickly turn it on you've got a hour and a half two hour race yeah which is more it's more accessible to watch yeah. that than the touring cars okay then so f1 or is it is it e1 or e racing what's it called yeah formula e formula e so they're the electric cars aren't they yeah i must admit that's not my cup of tea and i, I don't it's nothing about the sport don't interest me i just think because Formula E is uh, a lot of street circuits and mm. they tend to be a lot tighter um, and there's no runoff areas and stuff mm. like that. Whereas at, uh, again, I think it's to do more with how you can relate to it because mm. most of the Formula E circuits are made out of the street circuits out of towns. Yeah, You could never drive that circuit. Whereas F1... Like they used to be at Browns Edge, but they go yeah. there now at Silverstone. That's right, you yeah. can actually drive around Silverstone. You can actually drive around the Spanish GP circuit if you mm. go out there. You can drive around the Nurburgring circuit when they're out there. So it's again more of a relation thing. Oh, I could actually go and do that. 
rather than they're not going to close down the entire city and make a circuit for me to drive around. <laughs> is that is that why then with the with the Formula E then that they won't use London because otherwise anybody who goes in will have to pay the congestion charges. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they're electric. They'll be exempt. <laughs> oh, yeah, true, yeah. No, but anybody who said, anyone going right to the, do the circuit, everybody starts bombing it around London. The government will be like, yeah. yes, yeah. you idiot, you're not driving e-cars, you twat, so you've got to pay 10 quid to whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I just think, obviously, you've got to shut, you've got to shut London down for the majority of a week yeah. and it's just going to be too much. Even though it bring a lot of money in, yeah. I think overall they lose. Yeah, but Monaco's for the rich and famous anyway. So shut right. it down for a week. It's, it's no the skin of their nose. They just fly that's the helicopters it. in, wouldn't they? Instead, that's yeah. exactly what they do. Yeah. Oh, cool, mate. Do you know what? That's brilliant about it. Cars again. It's it's always good to talk to somebody who knows a bit more about cars than I do. And most people do. I think probably my kids even know more about cars because I, I know <laughs> nothing. So, um, I've got a quick fire question for you, mate. Uh, and you know, you probably know what it's going to be because you're an avid uh, supporter and listener of the podcast. So um, it's, it's titled All the Time. So before we came on the podcast, Watson was actually uh, sitting eating a kebab. Was it kebab? <laughs> yes. Kebab and chips. Um, and uh, so um, basically, what's, what's your favourite order? What's your favourite takeaway order or Nando's? Because I've tried Nando's with a few people, and I think only a couple of people have taken the bite. And the most of them have said Nando's is shit. It's really bad, overpriced chicken, or it's not. That's what I'm annoyed about. They've stole my answer. That's why. Whenever you think it's same as well, yeah, I do. Yeah, whenever it asks me about, oh, what do you think of Nando's? I I have said it's overpriced chicken. It is. Yeah, that's the way. That's but everyone's different. I, I do like Nando's, but I just think, mate, as time goes on, I've not been able to get to an... I don't like takeaway Nando's, because by the time you get home, it tastes like tastes like crap. Yeah. I like going sitting in the, the, the restaurant, but it's been closed for so long now, I'm sort of like, I'm not interested anymore, really. Yeah. I will go. You know, we keep saying we're going to take the kids up there. But So, obviously, you had a kebab. Would you have yeah. chicken? chicken? It was a chicken and lamb shish. Ooh. Is that your? Is that yeah? A mixed kebab. Is that your sort of turn to one, or or would you uh, go to some other sort of takeaway? Some. So it depends how I'm feeling. Because like, if you're having a kebab, it's. Do you know what I mean? It's you. If you if you're gonna eat bad, you might as well go bad. Yeah, exactly. So I, sometimes I do have a mixed on meat and chips. A dirty kebab. Yeah, dirty yeah. kebab. <laughs> Get the get get me a lashings of donami and the chicken yeah. donami. Yeah. Slap it on, I'm happy. I think I'll have a I'll have a shish kebab if I'm going to be out for a meal or I'm at home and you know we're not having a drink or anything like that. But it'll be a dirty donna if I've been out on the beers. Yeah. And normally it ends up that I eat half the dirty donna and then fall asleep. And I don't even have salad. <laughs> <laughs> I've salad to make myself feel better. No, <laughs> oh, that's it, Sonny. Out of window, mate. Salad. <laughs> None of that nonsense. Oh, nice one. So, um, we 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 before we came on, what's the So these are the things I can talk. I've had a chat with Gemma. She told me these are the things I can talk about. And uh, Gemma, we love you. Hi. Um, uh, and, and so, basically, just I know you from Warzone and from the other lads, but just. Who is in your life? What you know, you I know you talk about is it Kit? Kit, yeah. yeah, and and you've got Gemma, 
Yeah. And we all the lads know Gemma well. <laughs> <laughs> Every time Watson gets on, he gets mugged off by Gemma. But that's why we love as as Chris says, as Chris said when the podcast that Chris and I did, you know, we and we're similar. We've both got um not grief, you know, they're lovely. We've both got quite sort of like not hard, but not, I've forgotten what the words he said now. I'm trying to say it as nice as possible, otherwise I'm going to get throat punched. Well, I, I heard um, punchy misses. Punchy, that's right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and you know, and that's what keeps us chaps in line because, you know, I think that if you don't have a missus who's going to turn around and go back at you or keep you in line, then you just fucking go off on the on the. This is it, this is it, and that's why I'm glad I've <laughs> get got... Get them fucking yeah, taters on. <laughs> oh, mate, here we go. I knew it was been mentioned somewhere. <laughs> But no, I'm. I do you know what? She is the absolute my life. She's the love of my life. Or not ever ever love anyone like Gemma. She's my absolute world. And so are my kids. Uh, you mentioned Kit, but I do have a daughter, mm-hmm. uh, Petal. Petal, and, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. So, despite she's standing there holding up cards, telling you what you. <laughs> Yeah, she's prompting me now. Um, rolling, no. pan in, rolling pin in one hand. That's it. No, I mean, I don't know where I would be without Gemma. I really, really yeah. don't. I mean, um, we're a good, we're a very good balance. She's very good for me because God knows what I'd get up to or where I'd be right now mm-hmm. uh, if she wasn't in my life. She does. She lets, she releases the reins when, it's, when it needs to be, mm-hmm. but she also pulls them in tight. When, like, come on, Paul, should you? Or, yeah. Like, think about it. And, yeah, if I didn't have her in my life, yeah, I'd be probably in a lot more trouble. You've been together a long time, or? Yeah, we've been together 20 years this year. Oh, nice. 20 years, wow. and we've been married for 11. Nice. I've no, was it 12? It might be 12 this year. <laughs> <laughs> love, love you, Jim. <laughs> 12 years, lad, 12 years. Yeah, but, no, we've been, yeah, and we... Well, that's a, that's a story how we met. She, um, it was on a lad's holiday. I met her. All right. Um, I didn't turn. Two... Means it didn't become. It then didn't continue as a lad's holiday, obviously. Because uh, <laughs> well, no. So I met. Her, luckily enough, I met her towards the end. Right. So lucky, I don't want... lucky for her or you? Uh, <laughs> lucky for me. <laughs> so you can take me. Can, tr- you can take me the can... truth later. <laughs> Well, no, she did have a chance to go and find anyone else another day. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, of all places. I mean, I've always been into house music and stuff like that. Yeah. I hate, don't really like garage music and stuff like that. No, anyway, I, I love yeah. garage music. Beep. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, um, someone I used to work with, um, he went, oh, look, a few of us are going to... Uh, I Napa, do you want to come? I was mm-hmm. like, oh, really? But no one else was going away that year. So I was like, yeah, all right. I'll, reluctantly, I said, yes, I'll come along. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, went out there. And do you know what? I was really shocked. We, uh, I mean, I've been to Cyprus before, but mm. obviously uh, it was when I was really, really young. So mm-hmm. I didn't know what I Napa was all about and that. But mm-hmm. I went obviously back in 2000, 2001 when right big garage scene and everything like that mm-hmm. but it was surprising how much house music was being played out there as well and i yeah. ended up having an amazing time mm. um yeah and ended up meeting Gemma out there and, and the rest is history well yeah you say that but uh it wasn't easy because she's actually from hartlepool 
Uh, as you know, she's no, an all no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As you know, she's an all and she's yeah, she's actually from Hartlepool. So, um, we, like spoke and stuff like that. So, like, how's this going to work when we go home? I was like, well, we'll just see how it goes, sort of thing. Yeah. So, we was um, seeing each other for about three months, and then she, uh, she was going to Central St Martin's University in London. And she was actually moving down to London. So I was mm. like, oh, wicked. Right, we can, it's much, much more mm. easier to, to carry on seeing her. And then uh, it ended up, uh, Halls of Residence was how she pronounced it, Greenwich. I went, Greenwich. Oh, <laughs> I went, you mean Greenwich, Gemma? Yeah. <laughs> she went, yeah. So, uh, yeah, she ended up uh, moving to Greenwich, which was yeah. literally when I lived in Bexley, I was still at home at the time. Yeah. It was probably a quarter of an hour. So we went from like four and a half hour journey up north down mm. to uh, 15 minutes away. So Sweet. I suppose it was meant to be. <laughs> well, it was. What was she studying at university? Anything? It was fashion promotion with communication. Okay. Uh, and oh, here she is. Look, she's in the background. Hey, <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, she was, she went to Central St. Martin's Fashion uh, College to do that. Yeah. yeah. And obviously done very well there. She got first, bless her. Excellent. <laughs> and then you told her you were a mechanic, and she went, "Well, suppose someone's got to well, be." <laughs> she, she, she. Apparently, according to her, I don't remember this conversation, but apparently, I told her I was a DJ that lived in London. <laughs> <laughs> Look, see, whether it's Warzone or on here with you on the podcast, <laughs> she's still there to do it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And that's what makes the pro- this podcast in particular so genuine. The fact that, you know, we just we just crack on. And and I will say, I'm watching the screen and, and Gemma's moving around and turning the lights on and do, looking for stuff, obviously, in the desk. <laughs> and then you said that a year ago. Well, you did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, dear. And then, she's brilliant. And then you got the two, you got your two kids as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, and your your lad is starting to become a bit of a he's, well, he's a bit of a gamer, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's the Fortnite out there. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, I know. He's he's an Xbox boy as well. Oh, so. mate, you got to convert him. What's going on? What's going I on? don't know. I don't know. I think I don't know if whether he's at school. We was like, oh yeah, everyone plays Xbox on an Xbox. I was yeah. like, son, you need a PS. Mate, but, you, need, you know what you need to do? You need to get a PS5 and just give him your PS4 and go, I'm passing on the holy grail of of consoles. Yeah, well, this is it. But, um, yeah, Kit being Kit, he doesn't like to be told what to do. And, no. And uh, he's got his very strong-minded and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then your daughter as well? And... Yeah, she's just we're, we're like I say we're we're the typical four point two children <laughs> <laughs> family. Um, and the dog, and you got a dog as well. Yeah, we've got little Harry, little Harry Chops, which I don't. She's let him in the room, it, and it, he's and sitting he, by the window, and he's inevitably going to bark in a minute. That's all right. I've got one of one of my dogs is sitting next to me at the minute, and I'm waiting for her to bark, and then my ones are downstairs. So, but I've obviously told Gemma the brief not to let the dog in the room. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> Mate, that is purely just for uh, that's yeah. I just put it out there and just, yeah. just it doesn't 
again, it, it makes it part of the genuine podcast, which is yeah. what we're trying to see. No, so. but uh, yeah, no, Petals, um, yeah, she's just uh, she's Petals 10, mm-hmm. uh, all good, like mm-hmm. lovely little girl and everything. Mm-hmm. Kit's full, well, we'd be going to be 14 next month, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he suffers, he's got ADHD and he's also autistic, okay. So, uh, being, being a parent is hard enough, yeah, as it is, yeah. But yeah, throwing a curveball like that, it does make it a bit more difficult, but... yeah. And I can, I can relate a bit to that in the fact that we think that with, with my eldest daughter, she doesn't, she doesn't like change, she, um, there's a lot of stuff that's been going on in the last year or so. And we, I think from that point of view, and, and I'm not saying, you know, obviously um, you said that Kitty is autistic. Um, we don't think that she is, but she has some, some, we've been told she's got some traits. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's, it's, it is difficult. It is hard being a parent. I mean, mate, I'm a, I'm a parent to three daughters. I'm going to be fucking well poor when they all decide to get married. I've said, to, I said to one of them yesterday, I said, listen, I said, if you get married, I said, you make sure you marry someone who's got a lot of money. And she said, why? You'll be, why? I said, because otherwise dad's going to be poor and you're the youngest one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but yeah, it is, it is hard being a parent. And then when other things are thrown in as well, because let's be honest. And, and then, you know, I, I, I hopefully not going to get any backlash for this, but being a parent is hard when everything is running smoothly. And and I I use inverted commas normal because there isn't ever a normal, Mm -hmm. but then when other things are thrown in as well, it's quite, you've then got a swerve around those as well. And if, if you suffer with your own issues as well, you've then got to try and deal with that. And, And I think I would never not be a parent. You know, I think it's that I wanted to be a parent from probably when I was old enough, you know, I was sort of mm. 18. I was like, oh, I really want to have my own kids. You know, I want to have lots of kids. I, I'm, I'm, I've got my sister um, and it's just me and her. And I've always said, I want to have loads of kids, more than two kids. Um, um, and, ha- you know, I'd have more if I wanted to, but we just can't yeah. afford it. And also Michaela said, if I said we have more kids, I'll get a swift, I might get a swift throat punch from a... <laughs> um, or a kick in the head or somewhere else. Um, but, but you know, I think when other things are thrown in as well, it is, is quite difficult. And, and... I think what's more difficult about what Kit's got is physically and visually mm. on the surface looks like there's absolutely mm. nothing wrong, nothing, yeah. nothing there. Uh, but when he started becoming more difficult and stuff like that, mm-hmm. we was like, have we, we you start questioning yourself is it yeah. something we done wrong with bringing him up yeah. stuff like that but what sort of um cemented that we must be done all right mm. is the fact that petal was brought up exactly the same way mm. and they are literally chalk and cheese mm. they couldn't be any more different mm. so, and all, all the kids will be and my, my three are completely different to each other one of them my middle daughter is quite like me where she um she likes she's quite good at being around other people but then she will like her own space um she does look like me whether that's a good thing or a bad thing (laughs) you tell me um and but then she can be quite her temper can be quite like mine so she can be a bit grumpy or she can be quite out there 
but she's she's very 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 caring. Not saying that the other two aren't; they are, but she's very caring. And I'm I've been told that I'm the person that I must have something about my face because people tell me things, and then I go, Are "You sure you want me telling me that sort of stuff?" Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. But I won't. I won't go and blag it. So I won't go and tell somebody else. Yeah, I'll just keep it to myself. Um, with my other two daughters, my eldest, <clears throat> she is very much like Michaela in some of the things she does, but she's got my grumpiness right. and her and I, we clash a lot. Also she's yeah. a teenager as well, but we do clash a lot, but you know, it doesn't, it doesn't mean we don't love each other, but Michaela says, I know she says, you two are almost identical. You Ooh. go at each other exactly the same. And it just yeah. winds you both up because you're so similar. Yeah. And then my youngest one is, is almost like a spit of what my wife used to look like when she was younger. Right. And I look at her. I look at all of them. Obviously, see her, but then I, I. But they're all, they're all different, and mm. um, they all have their own different traits and stuff like that. But yeah, I just think, I think they wouldn't. But they wouldn't be your kids if they weren't like you. You know, you'd look no. at them and go, they're not, they're not like you. And I think that you said about, do you think that you you're a bad parent or not? You could be. You could be the best parent. You could be a parent that gives their child everything, gives them the opportunity to do everything that they want, mm-hmm. and they could still grow up yeah. and be a mess. Or well, they see, could, or you could give them nothing, and it can make them work harder. But then they've got hang-ups about. You, you just you do your best you can, and there, yeah. there is no wrong or right way. I mean, don't don't be wrong. I've seen some shit parents out there, and I stand yeah. there. I will judge. I'm not a judgy person, but I've looked at some. I mean, I think it was um, yesterday. I was out. I was out doing some work yesterday. I was in the supermarket, and my, this mum turned around to her boy and went, "If you hit him again, I'm going to hit you." And I thought, "What? What are you doing yeah. that for? What?" He, yeah. And he's only sort of six or seven. And I thought, "A, I'm not getting involved because I'll end up having a row." And B, it's none of my business. But I thought, I don't. You know that that's a stupid mm. sort of thing to say yeah yeah um, it's almost like saying if they you hit them back in my eyes yeah. it doesn't always work but mm. i apparently i've been told but I'd what's say that. been what's been interesting going through all this with kit i mean when i was at school i wouldn't say i was naughty but by a far far from a model student mm-hmm. or anything like that and seeing what kids going through and how he's been diagnosed and that i i, I mean the, now my mum and even Gemma has sort of said yeah you're so much like kit mm. but back when we're talking 30 years ago now when i was at school mm. adhd and that wasn't sort of diagnosed no. so awkward it was it awkward it was known as awkward children or difficult children or aggressive yeah. children, wasn't it? And, and that's that's what I think I was yeah. seen as. But I, I do believe, maybe not the autistic side, but the the hyperactivity, like the ADHD. Mm. I think I definitely have traits of that. Even even mm. now, I'm like I'll go and do mad mad shit. Yeah, right, <laughs> mate. mate I, I you, think you've been that... victim to that at all. <laughs> yeah, oh, it stinks around here. Um, <laughs> But I don't don't get me wrong. I, I do you know what I have a um, I have an issue where if I do something for too long in a, in in one go, I get mm. really bored. So it's the, the was it the uh, ADHD is the attention deficit yeah disorder uh, disorder, and it's where you can't. It is right. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but it is where it, you can't concentrate on things for too. You need to do a 
variants of different things. Yes, yeah, yeah. you find it hard to concentrate so, on one so, thing and you, you, yeah. you start being fidgety and And I didn't agitated. have this as a child, I've had this as an adult. So, for example, like, um, I do a lot of things to keep me entertained at a different time. So I do the podcast, something that I picked up, I do my airsoft, I do work, mm-hmm. um, I do scouting, I get involved in things and sometimes I do them for short periods of time and then go, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. But it's it's all about variance. So, and I think that again, I'm not I'm not labelling. So I'm just saying that, that it could be could be that I have a little bit of that in me because I like doing different. I like var- variance and, and um, variety. But then, but then saying that, I mean, if I'm given a task, I will I don't get bored of it. I will stick it until yeah. I bloody crack it or yeah. complete it or something like that. Yeah. You just uh, do the wild shit and the crazy stuff. Yeah, 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 it's just it's weird. Diff- it's different how people are. I mean, yeah, I, at work, because of the work that I work in, there's always I've always got different jobs. So I'll do one job, like I'll write a report and probably mm-hmm. spend an hour and then go, oh, I need to do something else now. So I'll go do something else instead. Like I'll yeah. write a training course or I'll get I'll get on the phone to some new clients or I'll do a, a video call and, and try and drum up some more work or I'll record a video on a certain subject or a training course that we provide or something like that to do some advertising. I think that mm. that's that's it'll be hard do you know what? I think it'll be harder when I get older and I slow down and can't do stuff anymore. So when I'm like 60, yeah. 70, I'll get to the point and I'll just stand there and go Oh, this is really hard now because physically my body and yeah. you know as you get older your mind starts to go and it starts to wander and stuff and you won't be able to do that anymore so no but um, the, the problem is well you start getting frustrated with yourself oh mate when i can't do shit i get well frustrated when yeah. when things don't happen i think it was the other day I, I i had some stuff in my hands and i walked into the doorway and dropped some of the stuff on the floor and i'm like this and then I picked it up and dropped it again. And I was really annoyed. I was yeah. really annoyed. Just thinking, oh, for fuck's sake, you know, just, this is not, this this is really frustrating. But, but yeah, you say when we were, because you're two, a couple of years older than me. I'm 39. Oh, you're a year older than me. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm 38 at the end of the month. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, New, Year's, New Year's Day, I am. New Year's Day, oh, baby. Yeah. yeah. Oh, New Year, baby. Yeah. Um, but you... When we, yeah, when we were in school, it was either people, yeah, th- th- those sort of things. They were around, but they weren't diagnosed, diagnosed as such. Mu- as they, much recognised as what they are now. Exactly, exactly. And then they went through a period of time. I don't think it's really done anymore, but there was a period of time, I sort of remember sort of teens, uh, early adulthood, where people were being diagnosed with those things to get be- to, to benefit them. So they were doing things like, um, you know, they were, they were. Oh, I knew some lady once whose son, she just put him through all sorts of tests to get ben- to benefit from it. New right. house, new car, loads of money. Oh, and I just think nah, that's, that's nah, really that's, wrong. Nah. That's really wrong. Literally like, really what is. we've done with Kit is get him, just get him the diagnosis to actually get him the help he needs to just basic things like get the grades he needs. Yeah, exactly. Finish his school. Yeah. And, Give him the right things that he and needs. In, and, it, and independence as well. Well, exactly. And and you and, and Gemma both strike me as people who um, you, you go out, you earn a hard living, you, you work hard, you earn a living to, to have the nice things. And, mate, that 
that garden and that bar. That's well nice um, <laughs> uh, that you've got. And and you, you're not people out there. You know, there are people out there who, who are scroungers and they will do yeah. nothing and, and, and just try and reap. From yeah. from other people anyway. That's why I ran on it. <laughs> you know, nah, but it's but it's it's like I say with doing kits thing. It's it's not just yeah. You, you apply for like there's a thing called an EHC plan, educational yeah. educational help learning plan or yeah. something like that. Um, but it's not just you apply for it and you get it. It's it's I'm Gemma's spent hours and hours mm. and hours like I can imagine compiling evidence, yeah. emailing the school, emailing Kent county council mm. then getting the evidence together for this and she's like it's been hours and hours of work mm. where other parents don't have to do that mm. and you just sort of think oh why why have mm. we got to do it? but yeah you do anything for your kids so absolutely absolutely and and you know when he's old enough and you'll let him you better bloody appreciate some, it <laughs> you know, well, yeah and when he's old enough and you, you know you'll let him in you'll let him in uh on the banter uh, with the lads, then he can join join the crew. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, I'm I'm hoping to get him on soon anyway. But the only thing is, we'll have, we'll have to turn on crossplay. <laughs> oh no, buy on PlayStation. <laughs> I'll try. I'll, I'll work on it. Oh mate, wicked. Okay. Um. So, your top three programs that you're watching at the moment on TV. Oh. Oh. You talked about one. Did you talk on? Did we press record by then? We were talking about no, it, weren't we? Uh, Salvation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, Any good? It's, it's more Gemma's watching it while I'm playing Warzone. <laughs> 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 so I'll, I'll come in. Once I'm off that, I'll go out and watch a couple of episodes with her. So I don't, I'm sort of, it's easy to catch up where you've missed them and stuff like that. So I haven't watched it religiously, but yeah. <laughs> Give your secrets away, mate. Secretly, <laughs> secretly, and she's about to hear this. I don't mind watching it. <laughs> I am secretly enjoying it. <laughs> do you watch? Do you, do you tend to watch a lot of stuff together? Then, or we do watch a lot of stuff together. We, we tend to binge watch. I mean, I know it's been mentioned a couple of times on previous podcasts, but yeah, we we're the type of people that like Line of Duty. Yeah. We waited until we're week five. So binge watch them all, and then yeah. there was only one more to go. Yeah, uh, and that's that. I think that's how everyone watches telly now. There are did, they're not did you watching... get to the end of that and go what? Yeah, <laughs> like probably millions of other people did. Oh yeah, and what? No, yeah, yeah. That was a bit. They didn't know how to end it, sort of thing. No. Or... Well, as I said in one of the other, but if if you listen to this and you've not watched the end, well, tough. But it was a bit of a. Uh, it, uh, they're going to do another one, so, so they've got to because they can't leave it like that. But then, no. not, not a series that I watch, but it, uh, I heard there was a similar sort of uh, thing happen with Game of Thrones after eight seasons. It just yeah, I watched. I watched it and I got to the end and went really. But then, <laughs> but, but then, what did they? There was someone else that they, they tend to do this. They tend to do this with a lot of stuff. It's doing really well. It kicks off and people are like. Okay, yeah, this is interesting. Yeah, watch for a couple of seasons or series or whatever it is, and then it gets it gets really going, really going. Gets to the end, it's like it's a wet fart, and you just yeah. think, what? was just rubbish. However, Game of Thrones stopped, and they're doing some other follow-on series. But right. Line of Duty, I think, can keep going. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. long as 
they'll commission it again. And I think the BBC would be stupid not to. But... No, definitely not. Uh, I mean, what, what, Jeb, what, what are we watching <laughs> at the moment? Phone a friend. What's this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a millionaire? Phone this, a friend. This, live. this is Ask the Audience. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't come out with that. Come on. Hey? <laughs> eh? Line of... Oh, we haven't... Apparently, we've not watched anything because I'm too busy on Call of Duty. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> uh, she's she's what's known as a cod widow. <laughs> you talk to my wife about that. She goes, I'm going to bed now. She goes to bed. I come to bed hours later. Yeah. Annoyed and frustrated. Yeah, no, I bet we, uh, I mean, programs, I mean, we, uh, dare, dare I admit it, but we do religiously watch EastEnders as our go-to soap. <laughs> I've watched that for a long time. I did watch it religiously when I was a kid because my mum watched it. Mm. Um, but the thing is now, right, is you watch it now and they start bringing all the people back who were in it before. Yeah. And you got all the youngsters go, oh, well, Oh, this person, they're new into it. And you think, no, they weren't. They were in it before us, you know, yeah, years yeah. and years ago. And then you look at them and you go, blimey, I, I don't feel that bad looking mm. in the mirror myself thinking I've had our paper round. I look at some yeah. people and think, they've definitely had our paper round over the years. Yeah, no, we, I mean, I don't know about the other, what I could say for the top two programmes. I mean, what we, like I say, what we tend to do is go through Netflix and watch previous old series yeah. or something that's like a Netflix yeah. original. Um, you like a bit of comedy? Yeah, like we do like a bit. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Um, Afterlife. Have you seen that? I have, yes. I have oh. seen that, yeah. Where he's just sick in the playground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where he, his wife's just died. That's right, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. how he's coping. But I think that's so funny because I know that's exactly how I would be. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I'd probably be very, I'd probably be very similar. Um, very, very cynical. I can yeah. be a bit cynical with people. I try not to be because I just think people are being cynical with me, but I don't really care. But I try not to be cynical about others. But I just think, I w- actually watched that. Do you know what? I watched that. And I will admit that probably at some points during the film, uh, during the film, during the series, mm. I probably did cry a couple of times. Joe, you know well, I did get close. Yeah, it, I think it I does did. get very dark. Or it was a very, I got a lump in my throat because I sit there, especially with stuff like that. And there was, um, uh, I do it, um, uh, it must be an age thing. My dad used to do it when I was young. He still does it now, now he's older. But when watching things like, um, police programs, or um, I watch a program called Seal Team on right. on Sky, and and other programs sort of like that, and then and then Afterlife. You you watch things like that, and when there are sad parts, mm. um, I was at what well, I finished watching the other day. Um, I've watched it many times before, but I like every few years I watch it again. Band of Brothers. All right, yeah, yeah, and I get to the end. I know exactly what's going to happen at the end, but I still. Yeah. Well up a bit. Because... I think... Uh, is, age, is it an age uh, thing or is it... Just, no, it, it, is to do with, or... it is to do with age. But what I think it actually is, is obviously when you're younger, uh, you haven't experienced love. You haven't mm. been in a relationship mm. and stuff like that. And I think now, obviously, we're married, we've got relationships. We're not married to each like... other. No. We're married by war zone. But yeah, that's it. But no... <laughs> Obviously, you got Michaela, I've got Gemma, and I've 
it's because you put your you can relate to how the person is in yeah. in afterlife. Yeah. I know and I mm. you put yourself in their position and I just like thinking if that was Gemma, mm. mate, and that's why you get upset and yeah. not more, because yeah. like I say, you know how you you relate to that person, how they're feeling, because yeah. you you are married, you have been raised, you do love someone as much as what that character is. Mm. Love that person. Mm. So I think that's why you get more it's not an age thing. Yeah, it is, but you've got more life experiences. So mm. you've got more of them to like look into and draw back on. And that's why you do get more upset with things and, and stuff like that. And the bit where he's got, is it his nephew? He's in the cafe and he says, well, I have two kids, fish fingers and chips and beans. And yeah. She's like, well, you're an adult. And he's like, but I don't want an adult's portion. Yeah. And she says, yeah, but you can't have a child's portion. It's like, yeah. and, and that, and funny enough, I was talking to somebody uh, tonight on Facebook um, about something that's happened to them recently, and they they put a post on. Basically, it says you can't, you, you don't always know what's happening to somebody in somebody's life. They could be happy and jovial, and yet they're going for a world of shit behind it. Yeah. All right. In in afterlife. He looks, he looks fucking miserable as seeing, yeah. and and justified because of what's oh, happened to him. Yeah, but, you know, if, if you've if no one people listen, they've not watched after Afterlife. It's really good. It is quite, it's funny. It's a bit dark, but it's it is quite um, sad and touching as well. Um, but he, he, you know, he, he's he's miserable. He's really up. He's really down. He's really upset. His wife's died. Blah blah blah. And but he's really cynical as well. But but. That scene in a in the cafe with the fish fingers and the chip, I would be fuck it. I would be exactly the same. I'd be with the same response like that now. Yeah, yeah, Almost yeah. Like, hang on a minute. I'm the customer here. I'll fucking yeah. order what I want. Yeah, that's it. You know, and and she was, she was. I've I've come across people not necessarily within the food industry, hospitality, but within work who are like that. And I just yeah. think I'll piss off. Yeah. You know, you're, you're really, you're doing this on purpose because you're such a jobs worth. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, some of the things that he does and, and when he got the dog as well, I, I just, cause I've got dogs and you know, he's become like his best friend. And I was like, Oh my, you know, I was really yeah. going there and thinking, <laughs> you know, cause I've got three dogs and one and two of them are shepherds. Yeah. And he's got, it's a, I think he's got a shepherd in he? And I just thought, Oh, and, you know, and I just sat mm. there and, and again, you relate to that. You relate to what because you got the dogs. Yeah, well, exactly, right. and it's it's really good. But yeah, that's a really good, a really good one to watch. Um, well, we are going to talk a little bit about it. We talked a little bit about it already, and that's Warzone. Ah. <laughs> so I'm really shit at Warzone, and uh, snap. Watson's a little bit less shit than I am. No, no, no. You're better than me. You are better than me. No, no, mate. I am rubbish. I, do you know the only time I'd ever be good at Warzone if I played about three o'clock in the afternoon? I get to ten or half ten at night. I'm shattered, and I'm just like, I can't, yeah. I can't. Const- These boys, our team, they carry on for hours. Oh, I mean, I'm, I was on. I think I was on to about twenty past twelve last night. Yeah. Uh, and I'm t- right, like Chris, he's on there. So he's um, Pat, mm. but they, they do that most nights. I'm like, how'd you get yeah. away with that? I don't know. I I really don't. I just don't know. Not not getting away with it. Just don't know how you can get to work or get up. Yeah, day. he's off. I know. I told you that one, didn't I? <laughs> um, right. But they're all, um, being, they're all being banished now. <laughs> but you you. I don't know, 
I don't know how they do yeah. it, but I don't. It's madness. I, I'm knackered. Like um, I think it was not last night, the night before I played, and I was I woke up the following morning. I hadn't had a drink. I felt like I was drunk because I was so tired. <laughs> Hot weather as well. That doesn't help because I don't sleep much because it's it's too hot. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you'll never you'll never hear me moan. It's too hot. I moan too much in the winter. It's too bloody cold. So I'm not going to moan when it gets hot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So we so we've got our team, and uh, anybody yeah. who's listened has listened to us talk about it before. And what Watson is part of our motley gang, and it is our you know as I've said many many a times, it is our. We've not been able to meet other people a lot. Um, or we've we've been able to meet people at work, but we don't really want to talk to them. Um, yeah. And we <laughs> <laughs> don't want to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I believe I believe the name was leaked today, wasn't it? <laughs> was it? Yes. Oh, yeah, it was on the one that went out today. <laughs> was it by me? Oh, I don't know. No, I think it was by Chris. Oh, was it? Mm. Oh. Well, send in yeah. a link. Send in a link. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I may do. <laughs> Anybody go back into that old WhatsApp group and send it to him. He's probably still sitting there thinking, where is everyone? <laughs> I, might re- I might send it and then uh, record your reaction tomorrow for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell him to follow and like the, fa- uh, like the uh, podcast and share it with oh, your well friends. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> How <yeah>. evil. <laughs> But it's been our it's been our outlet for a, a while, and that's how we met. And I do hope that I think it will because if we can all sit there and listen to each other, and I don't remember, I'll, I'll be honest, there's been a couple of times, quite a few times, I've sat there and I've been quite cross because I've been quite crap at the game. But also, I've then got a little bit sort of like you know, I've got a little bit frustrated with others. And yeah. but it's it's but we're all you know, and I don't think there's any. There's any bad feelings or anything. We are all a good team. And and if anything, I will go on to win. But I like most of the time I'll go on to have the chat and the banter. Well, I'm just glad I got my first win with you, Jim. You know what I mean? So Well, unlike that one where they, they came down and pistol um, at you from a parachute, uh, mate. That was horrendous. I still I still have sleepless nights about that, but the cancelling <laughs> has helped. <laughs> send you, I'll send you the link to my YouTube channel where it's there, where it says what's what's some fucked up. <laughs> It probably is labelled that, I know what it is. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, mate. Right, so last, <laughs> what's what uh, war zone is what it is. Um, yeah. Last bit. Uh, Favorite drink or alcohol? Alcoholic or non-alcoholic, or you can say both. Uh, well, obviously, being a mechanic, mechanics. Drink of choice, choice is tea. Tea, yeah. <laughs> so that, that's that'd be be uh, non-alcoholic. Even milk, have, milk, sugar. Uh, milk, no sugar. But then, weirdly, I can't start the day without my Costa. Yeah. I have to have a, I have to have a latte with a couple of sugars. Yeah. You're not uh, had any, but... you're not any more incidents in Costa. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I haven't seen him. Funny enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. You scared no. him, mate. That's what it was. Uh, well, uh, I had to be told. Well, exactly. Um, exactly. But my Obviously, I do like a, a beer at Moretti. Yeah. Uh, to start not off, but no, uh, my drink of choice has got to be vodka. Nice. I'm a vodka man. Do like a nice. bit of Russian standard. Yeah. Especially on straight or with a mixer. Or uh, I can if it's straight out of the freezer mm-hmm. on the rocks. You could it's smooth enough to drink straight, like straight. Uh, but 
do like it well, yeah, with a bit of lemonade or something like that. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, mate, it's been brilliant. I've really enjoyed tonight. <laughs> uh, if, what's I said? Oh, he said, oh, we won't be able to do one. It'll be really boring. Mate, We uh, when I said about doing it, when we spoke about doing it, I think we've laughed probably the majority of this podcast or mm. a lot. And we've had some serious bits, but then we've laughed a lot. And that's that's what we wanted to do. Yeah. So, Watson, Paul, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Thanks very much, mate. Again, that's, it's been great. No, um, it's been a privilege to come on here. So, a privilege. You know, oh, hey, you know, I mean, I, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you asked me to come on. So, um, well, yeah, I've never done anything like this before. Yeah, and I think that's it. A lot of people that have been on, I've sort of mentioned about it, and they go, oh, and, and I've got, because with the podcast stuff, you have to plan it. And I've, I've asked, I've sort of got people in the wings and I'm going to get them on as well. And I said to you about it and, you know, you've been such an avid listener, avid listener of the, of the podcast and you've listened to all of them and you've commented on what they are. And I think part of that is great because it gives feedback because I don't, I don't listen. I, I do the editing of it, mm. but I won't go and listen to it because I don't really like my own voice. Um, but it's good when other people listen to it and they give good feedback and, and, you know, I sort of said to you, do you want to come on? You went, well, yeah, but what will we talk about? And yeah. now we've done it. So it's well, there. we have. And it's, yeah, it's been, yes, yeah, quite, quite, quite it's a long, while, long it? Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. And that's good. And that's good. And it's good that it just flows and it, it goes on and um, we can just talk about random shit and, you know, yeah. just, it, it, that's the way it is. So, no, that's cool. Watson, you've been a ledge. Thanks very much, mate. Thank you Thanks. very much for having me on, Jim. And that was episode 10. Bloody hell. Episode 10, I say it again, of Spill the Tea with Jimmy C. And I've been your host, Jim, and this has been Watson. Thank you very much, and we'll see you all again soon. Bye-bye.